Hey guys, welcome to the Tech People Podcast. My name is Ken Coyne. I'm your host and founder, as well as head of technology at Office Talent. I believe at the heart of any success story are the people who made it happen. Diversity, creativity, and innovation, when nurtured in people, can lead to an unbeatable formula. I created this podcast to share the experiences of some truly inspirational leaders on their journey to success. Enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ken Coyne. This week, we continue our customer experience series. I'm glad to be joined by Jennifer Castillo, aka JC, who is the Director of Customer Support at DocNetwork.org. JC has many years of experience and in her current role, she manages to support over 450,000 customers with a very small team. Hence, I asked her to join us today to share her experience and how she manages this task. She will share her knowledge on the challenges she's overcome and the role technology has played in achieving this. So welcome to the show, JC. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Well, could we just start, please, by just maybe a brief introduction about yourself and maybe about your company? Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, I'm the Director of Support at Doc Network. We're based out of Ann Arbor, Michigan in the U.S. And uh, we provide a web application for camps, schools, and other types of organizations that allows them to collect and manage health and registration information. And as for me, I have a background in college-level teaching, sales, account management, support, and my formal education is in composition and rhetoric. Wow. <laughs> You've done a couple of things. Just a few. Yeah, I have a varied background. But it must be fantastic, though. I think that must have helped a lot in the whole overall customer experience. Would you agree? I think so. I think all of those different facets have given me different parts of the pieces of customer experience. Like I know how to teach. I understand selling and all the tools that go along with selling and managing an account, retaining business, and of course, support. That's, that's a great love of mine because, you know, some of our younger generations really handle technology well. They grew mm-hmm. up with it, but there are so many people out there that did not grow up with technology and they have a really hard time asking for help because they feel like maybe they should already know. Yes, yes. Not easy sometimes. But I'm very impressed. I mean, you've got an extremely large customer base, yet a small team. I mean, it'd be great to just maybe you could share your experience with us and, you know, how do you manage that? Maybe some of the challenges you've had to come to achieve this uh, just for the benefit of our audience. And hopefully they can get some great value from this. Oh, absolutely. So... Before COVID, we had a team of seven. Okay. So now we have a team of three, and this is new for us. Wow. We had to adapt in multiple ways to help us manage as many users as we have. One of the ways we used to ha- handle live training and certification as well as the support site. And now we've created a new department, okay. training and education, that's going to handle those things. We have thorough training videos and we have bronze and silver certification exams that our clients can take to certify their levels of experience and cement the knowledge they're giving in the training videos. In the past, we just had the live training and no certification. And I think when you're given that much information in a you know short period of time, we found that users can sit for about an hour and a half and that's about the limit. Mm. 
you get that much information and then you are just done. There's so much of it that you don't retain. But if you can go through the certification exam, it reinforces all those ideas that you were taught. Yeah, interesting, yes. And it a little bit gamifies the situation by motivating them to, oh, now I'm certified and I get this little gift from Doc Network that says that I'm bronze certified or I'm mm-hmm. silver certified. Very cool. I like that idea. That makes sense. I mean, sometimes, sometimes people think certification or not as a lot of work to do. But it sounds we turned that around and actually made people want to retrieve the certification by the sounds of it. Yeah, so that it's something they personally gain from the experience and not just something they have to do for their job. Yeah, fantastic. And, you know, in terms of all this client base, and I mean, is it multiple channels that they can contact you on in terms of support? Or how do you manage that? Yeah, we have, uh, we use Zendesk. Okay. Yes. That's our uh, CRM tool, and we use that to receive emails and we accept phone calls. That's what we've done in the past. This year, we introduced a chatbot and live chat. Ah, interesting. Okay, tell me more. Well, so with a smaller team, and this goes to those challenges you were talking about. We've got a smaller team, and people have these expectations of 24-7 support. And sometimes they have a difficult time searching the support site because, you know, People have all different kinds of terms that they use to explain what they need. So we introduced live chat and the chatbot because we know that there are a lot of people out there who like to use chat. They don't want to get on a phone call. In fact, lots of our millennial users rarely (laughs) use the phone, but they'll get on chat. Yeah. And the live chat provides that option for them. And the chatbot, when we are off hours kind of walks them through some of the typical calls that we get, some of the typical situations, and it leads them down the path to an article that can help them with whatever issue they have. And we also provide weekend support in the summer during our busiest months. So that's that's how we're trying to handle that expectation of 24-7 support with the small team. And, you know, in relation to chatbot and the live chat. I mean, was there, it's a lot of work in setting up. There's a lot of work maintaining it. Yeah, I would say it's a pretty manual process, especially okay. at the beginning. You have to, it works on a if then model as right. most, if not all chatbots do, right? And I think it's one of the things that people find frustrating about chatbots is you put in your question or you put in your information and then you yeah. get this list of articles and you look at those articles and not one of them answers the question that you're trying to get it answered. <laughs> and so if you want the chatbot to be useful in a support situation, then you have to actually go through and program. So if, you know, answer what type of customer you are and are you having a problem with registration, with the health profile, with da-da-da. Right. Then they'll select what option. And then that option will have other options to select from. And and that will lead them down the path as opposed to them having to search for okay. the article. Like I said, that's all manual. And yeah. you have to keep monitoring it to see if it's working or not. And uh, change up your paths and your language if it's not. But there must be, I mean, pros and cons like everything. Um, but I guess the pros would outweigh the cons for you. Would, would you agree? Yeah, I didn't introduce a chatbot 
until we came down to this small of a team. Okay. When we had a larger team, we could support during the summer, during our busiest months, we had support later into the evening so that we could help our West Coast customers and every weekend in the summer. And since that's not a possibility, you have to use the technology that's available to accommodate people as much as possible. And chatbot is what we can do for now. I do think in the future, chatbots are going to get much better. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of research in na- natural language processing and, and AI so that your chatbots will be learning technology and that will be so much better than it is now. Yeah. Step by step, doesn't step by step. Right. <laughs> How about some of the chat? I mean, in terms of building up that customer experience and the team, I mean, Maybe some of the challenges that you overcome that you might be might be good for the audience to share and how you overcame them. Well, uh, I talked a little bit about the twenty four seven support expectations and the limited people power. We also have limited time as well as a need for continuous training. Ah, uh, yes. No web application or mobile application is going to stay static, and there's always a new organization that might come in with unique challenges and we need to learn something about how we can adapt to those or new UI changes or new features added. And so we have done a few things to overcome those situations. One, we have taken, we used to have these spread out documents that weren't cultivated that we use for an internal knowledge base, but it wasn't cohesive in any fashion. It was all Google Documents and spreadsheets and kept in our shared Google Drive. And now we have Confluence. That's an Atlassian product. We also use Jira. And Jira is how we manage our tasks for sprints. And that's a whole other story. And it's how we submit bugs and opera requests to our development team. Does it work well? Yeah. And in Confluence we have created a more formal internal knowledge base where we have headings and articles associated with each of their headings. And for instance, right now, we're working on the troubleshooting resources in our knowledge base. My team writes or revises articles so that they're in a more more friendly, user-friendly format. I review them because I got that writing and rhetoric background. And... Then we upload them into Confluence. And now we've got this place that not only our team can go to for answers to questions, but whole company can access those articles that help out with troubleshooting or processes and policies or our admin features, all kinds of headings that are pertinent to the kinds of questions that our clients and customers are asking us. Yeah, I love it. And the rest of the company thing is that sharing that and using that. And tell me, I mean, you know, you mentioned there about the email and using the phone. And right now you obviously got the live chat, the bots. Uh, did you use any other mediums at all or, just, or even for future? Or No, not right now. Those are live chat and email and chatbot and phone. That's that's pretty much the mediums we're going to use. What's There's... the most, I mean, what would you say is the most popular? I'm just interested because, you know, what a different generation the, and the younger generation seems to be more like the live chat. Um, do you have a lot of people still calling or is it mostly uh, live chat? Do you find? We have 
it's funny because it really is kind of a generational thing. Mm -hmm. I can say that for our older users, the phone is still the most popular. We didn't offer live chat until this year. So I can't speak to what is going to become the most popular. In fact, we haven't even advertised that we have it. We just put it up and, you know, (laughs) people who are used to live chat and searching things on the web are going to find it. Right. That's becoming more popular. But emails are still the most popular among the broadest segment of users. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I suppose it's easy, it's easy to send an email. It's easy to track it on, on the system, I suppose. Makes right. Sense. You don't have to stop what you're doing. And if you're looking for instructions on how to do something, it's a lot easier to follow them in an email on your own time. Yeah. And that's, so how is this? I mean, obviously the business, I guess, must be expanding all the time. I mean, how do you see this all evolving for the future? for you and for the company? Well, like I said, I'm looking forward to the natural language processing with AI, helping with the chatbots, because I think that will be a very powerful tool for us moving forward. I'm hoping that we could add some in-app tutorials, that on-the-spot training that people can jump into. Like, here I am. I'm in the electronic medication administration record, and I need to know how to use it effectively and there's this tutorial that can walk me through right in my own account. I'd like to eventually hire a couple more people and having a department dedicated to training and education with an actual learning management system, that would be really helpful for all of us. (laughs) It all takes time, doesn't it? Yes, but it gives me that hopeful feeling for the future, like it's just getting better. (laughs) And what's your, I mean, just just thinking out loud there I mean, in terms of balance of limited technology versus having the human touch and people. I mean, have you got a preference on this? How, how do you manage this? Do you prefer to have be more human side or do you prefer to have more technology solution? That's a tough mm. question, Ken. It's, it's definitely contextual. There are certainly situations that technology can be the solution. But I think that those are cases where the questions and the issues are really simple. So for instance, the chatbot flows that I've created are answers to very simple questions. Things that you can answer with a quick article. Like, this is clearly your problem. Here's clearly how you can solve it. This is clearly what you're trying to do. Here are the steps to do it. But there are so many things that defy what technology is capable of doing. And one of those things is empathy, frankly. We have situations where, for instance, when the pandemic first started, we had clients that really were struggling. They were having their own fear and anxiety on top of trying to manage the fact that they didn't know if their camps were going to run. They didn't know if their after-school programs were going to run. Where's the money going to come from this year? And Talking to a chatbot would not have been Mm -hmm. ideal. And I spent plenty of my own time listening to them talk out some of those frustrations so that we could get to the bottom of what the actual problem was and how I could help. Insightful, Jennifer, because I, yeah, I believe, I agree with you. I mean, I think technology plays a major role, but at the same time, you cannot beat that human element and especially when it comes to customer experience and dealing with people. Uh, yes, right. the efficiency, but also, like I said, sympathy is very important. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want a chatbot delivering bad news to someone either. No, definitely not. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing with us. It's really much appreciated. Um, if uh, anyone would like to get in touch with you, what's the best way to get in touch? Well, you can always email me at jc at docnetwork.org or you can find me on LinkedIn, Jennifer Castillo. I'd love to hear from anybody. Fantastic, JC. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for having me.